Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 In Conversation podcast, episode 194. My very special guest on today's show is Fella from the band Dream Shade. They have just released their brand new album, A Pale Blue Dot. It is out now on all formats, all streams, all everything like that. So please go listen to it. It is a absolutely fantastic album. Um, I recorded this before hearing the whole thing and I'd heard a couple of tracks beforehand and got kind of really excited about it. Um, but yeah, I was I was blown away by the album. Absolutely love it. So please go listen to it. Uh, we talk about that in the interview and a whole bunch of other stuff as well. So uh, yeah, stick around for that. Um, shortness of last week's introduction. Um, thank you for that. I, like I said, I just had my first COVID vaccine um, and it kind of knocked me a little bit uh, with the side effects. Nothing major, just what you expect. You know, uh, sort of flu-like symptoms. So headaches, um, stuffiness, lethargy. Uh, temperature, stuff like that. But that passed after a couple of days, um, and I was just left with a bit of a sore arm. Um, <laughs> but looking forward to having the second one. Uh, and I implore anyone that can get one right now, get it, and then just wait your turn, get it, and we can kind of get back to all the things that we love in live music, um, nightclubs, pubs, all that kind of stuff that you dig and want to get back to. Um, but we're still in a pandemic, so we still got to take it easy at the same time. But I can finally, I finally feel like I can see the light um, <laughs> on that front. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, apart from that, everything else is good. I want to say thank you to everyone that's been downloading the show. Uh, that has increased uh, with the last one with uh, North Atlas. Um, fantastic reception for that one. Um, and thank you, um, Luke, for joining me again um, on the show. And yeah, um, other like feedback, stuff like that. People actually listening to the show and digging the bands that I'm speaking to, which has been absolutely just humbling, really. Um, and just keep going, keep going, keep doing it. I love it. Um, it's, it's getting momentum, which I love. Um, and uh, yeah, just... Uh, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. So thank you. Rate, review, subscribe, all that kind of stuff with the usual. Also, please check out the YouTube channel because these interviews now have a video component. So you actually get to see my mug um, <laughs> along with the faces of the bands or people that I'm speaking to, uh, which is fantastic. Them agreeing to do that and also um, actually having the um, the right means to do this and everything. So please go check out the YouTube channel. It's uh, youtube.com forward slash DJ Force X. As with all my social socials all my pages all that kind of good stuff as well um and also uh, i've started to upload a lot more exclusive content to my Mixcloud page uh you can subscribe to that this is the only thing i'm gonna ask you to subscribe to uh, <laughs> like pay for anyway uh it's 2.99 a month but you get the mixes from my radio show at the moment so just the mixes no shouting over the top no radio idents anything like that just the pure mix and also you're getting my live stream mixes as well so when i'm doing the schism live stream um i'm recording them and i'm putting them up there exclusively for subscribers so please check that out as well um, if that's something you dig, just subscribe. You can subscribe for a month, and that was it. Or you can keep going if you want. Um, but I'd really appreciate it if anyone uh, would uh, go on there and uh, give them a listen. There's loads of free content on there as well. So it's not just that, but I upload every uh dirt chamber episode and the previous guises of that show are all up there. there's about 200 episodes of that but um i'm now starting to put the exclusive content up there so please if you can check that out support me as a dj support the scene and all that kind of stuff and it helps me kind of like generate more content and all that kind of stuff but anyway i bring you fella from dream shade enjoy
So I'd like to welcome to the uh, podcast today. I have Fella from the band Dreamshade. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me, man. Absolutely my pleasure. Um, I want to say I've only just discovered you guys. Um, I was saving this from the preamble that we had. <laughs> I've only just discovered you guys, and, and I'm really digging the, the latest single, which we're sort of here to talk about, as well as the album that's just about to drop. Um, but yeah, no, I, literally, I just discovered you guys uh, when I got sent your music a um, couple of weeks back from, from, from the press agent that you have for the UK. And uh, yeah, I'm, oh, I really love it. It's um, called Stone Code Digital. Uh, and it features uh, what was the name uh, Rose Villain. So I've got it written. Yes. Here, so I couldn't find my notes. Um, but yeah, no, I really dig the track. I played it on my radio show last week, and it got a good reaction from it. And uh, yeah, I just want to sort of first before we sort of start talking about that sort of side of things, um, can I get some of your origin story? Because I know you guys have been kicking around for a little while. And uh, like I said, this is the first time I've stumbled upon you. Um, and yeah, I just want to get a sort of bit of background on you guys, if that's all right. Absolutely. So um, we started the band back in 2006, if I am correct. But yeah, that, that should be the, around the time that we actually started, you know, writing mm, our own music and our own ideas. And um, we were all underage. So uh, everything just started after watching Children of Bodom uh, on New Year's Eve in 2005. So that sparked everything. So we were just kids, you know. Yeah. seeing this awesome band and, and uh, these young guys, because they were really young at the time, uh, really, you know, thrashing on stage and playing these awesome riffs and everything. So we figured, like, uh, um, that's what we want to do. So we started the band 15 years ago, yeah. and uh, we never imagined that it would take us <laughs> uh, where it is right now. <laughs> that's crazy. It, it, just, it was just for the love of music, you know. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and it's still his, absolutely. And 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 through the years, obviously, like you say, you've been around since 2016. How do you feel that you've um, sort of like changed? Because obviously, the industry was kind of at a transformation point when you kind of became a band, and now it's obviously it's transforming again into because of obviously the world issues that we're having right now. Um, yeah. But how have you guys felt like? Um, sort of, how do you feel you've evolved in that time? So um, we didn't release anything until 2008. That's when we produced our first EP. That was the first time that we ever entered a studio or anything close to it, at least. It was um, a cheap type of production, but it was all the money that we had at the time. Yeah. And nobody nobody was really able to you know, produce with, with their computers at the time. So you really need, needed to uh, you know, try and get whatever you could. And uh, we live in southern Switzerland, so though there were not really any professional studio around and uh and, and anything was was really expensive yeah so we put all of the mon- all of the money that we had and then produced that album and then after 2 years we signed with uh universal music and spine firm oh wow from Swe- from from finland yeah there was children of bottom um uh record label at the time and nightwish they had all of this finnish great band so we were fans of them, so we signed, and it was a really good journey because they produced our first full length and the second one, so What Silent Sides and The Gift of Life. Mm. And um, the second album was our biggest exposure, 
the first the real the first real time that we were exposed to, to a, a very international audience. Yeah, he did really well in Japan. He did really well in the U.S. and and uh, also in Europe. And uh, that's when we started, you know, really touring hard after that record. And since then, uh, we released another album with an American label called uh, Artery Recordings. Yeah, it don't exist anymore, but it's called the album. It's called Vibrant. And we did a world tour also for that. And uh, we touched uh, four different continents. We just never went to Australia and South America for now. Okay. But it's in our plans, absolutely. Excellent, excellent. Now, that's always good. That's a, they're good crowds down that way. So, um, Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So um, just, just before we like, we're gonna start talking about this album you've got coming out, uh, it's about to drop on Friday. As of recording yep. this, this will come out afterwards. So it'll already be out for everyone that's listening or watching. That's Stop fine. this, go listen to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's called A Pale Blue Dot. Um, and uh, I saw that it, immediately I thought Carl Sagan. <laughs> and, Absolutely. And that turned out that, yes, it, it had that kind of ring to it. So, I mean, just on the name at the moment, we'll talk about the music in a second, but the name of the album, you did name it after the Carl Sagan book. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. What was the sort of, um, the sort of like impetus behind that? So uh, we had, at the time, just finished recording all, all of the songs. There are 14 songs in the, in the record. And uh, we were looking for, uh, for the right title for this album that yeah. could describe the earth uh, being seen from afar. And uh, we were kind of struggling in the, in the first place, because in the beginning, because it was really hard to find you know, a, a very poetic way to describe it. And then... Uh, something just came to mind. I, re- I remembered about this book and I, and I figured like, I mean, there is no other better way to put it as Carl did yeah. back in 1994. So I figured let's just use it. And also as a tribute to his work, which we are very big fans of. Yeah. Uh, so we can do both things at, a, at the same time. And then that's how it happened. Nice. I mean, does the album itself follow any kind of, um like theme along those lines or was it just because you wanted that kind of obviously you wanted that name to be the more descriptive side of it <laughs> for a title so, yeah so uh, many of the songs are very you know personal and, and and human related so we figured we we really wanted to uh have this cosmic cosmic perspective of the planet that we live in yeah. and uh what it really represents for us and also for the universe because you know most of the times we think that everything uh, we know of and we love is very very important here where we live yeah and we often fight with each other with for futile stuff yeah where as as you look at it from a cosmic perspective it means nothing so everything that we know of and we you you know we 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 live through it really isn't that important on a cosmic perspective yeah. so that's where we thought maybe we should just look at humanity as a as a big family instead of just fighting with each other and and having all these different thoughts and fighting on 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 that purpose or or whatever it's it just felt like a really you know important moment for us where we where we thought these things and just felt like maybe all of this stuff 
is not that important as we think it is. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right on that front. I mean, uh, was it recently they uh, landed on Mars? Well, they landed a drone on Absolutely. Mars. Absolutely. And that was like, it was one of the, I was watching it, and it was just like one of those moments of like, so many things on this planet, like, it's just, like you say, it's futile, it's infantile, it's, it's, it's not worth the energy that it's being spent on it. Um, and you've got things like that where we're trying to explore the universe. You know, and, and and we're getting like clear pictures back now from 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 this this foreign planet, um, which we've only kind of seen you know a little bit before, and then the the the, the little buggy robot thing just hit us out. Um, but like stuff like that, when you watch how like some of like humankind are are trying to ex- still explore, you know, there's that that kind of like you got SpaceX stuff like that where they're trying to make the renewable ro- like rockets and and and. I remember I was I mentioned beforehand I was living in Florida before this and um yeah. you know Cape Canaveral was literally just a it was well, it was across Florida from me but so many times you could go there and you could watch a launch and you could watch a landing like a rocket landing that's amazing which is absolutely that's and, incredible and the actual scale of these things are immense as well and just like like on a cosmic sort of level as well and you're just sort of thinking you know could I would I be will I still be around when they've actually put a person on that planet or gone further you know and and we're getting more information about this place we're in you know because it can't just be this ball of this little pale blue dot if you will to use that album term um but yeah no no that's really cool i love that i love that um let's talk about the music you've got a couple of singles out already um i did i did i did look them up as soon as i sort of discovered you guys i did look them up and uh you got question everything which was one single that was um available and uh, on my own was the other one as well. Yeah. Um, I haven't been fortunate to hear the whole album. I've only heard those three tracks. The other one, which is uh, Stone Cold Digital, um, and I'm loving okay. all three. So I'm really looking forward to hearing the album on Friday. Um, what can your sort of like what can your like existing fan base expect? And any any sort of newbies watching, um, you know, what what sort of how would you kind of uh, describe this album? So for all those that already are familiar with the band, I would say that this album is like a mix between everything that we've done in the past. So there is influences from from all of the past three records, plus many more new influences. But the sound is still like, you know, uh, sometimes very heavy, sometimes soft, sometimes it's, it's, it's totally different than your usual metal band because there is so so many so many uh different influences in it so yeah. let's say there are some hip-hop influences electronic music influences um bossa nova sometimes it's <laughs> it's very um it's very weird to to say it like that but when you listen to it it's it's gonna be very balanced yeah so for all the people that don't know about Dreamshade, i um I would say it's a very modern way of thinking of metal. Okay. Cool. Cool. I mean, uh, that's, that was one thing that really drew me to you, was that electronic side of things, because I've always had a thing for yeah. um, a crossover sound of electronic and metal, um, mm-hmm. be it sort of like the sort of raw industrial or Nine Inch Nails, Fear Factory, that sort of side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Or you've got the more sort of like modern take on things like Enter Shikari, Bring the horizon absolutely um bands like that that kind of really mold those two sort of like um like organic with or digital with analog i think is the best <laughs> best yeah. way of putting it um and that's why we like because i like my radio show kind of centers around that crossover sound my music radio show so away from this 
Mm-hmm. Um, I produce a, a weekly mix for Total Rock, which is what this is for as well. And um, it really does center around electronic and metal and rock and stuff. So uh, it's kind of nice when bands actually do mold those sounds together because I don't have to remix anything on the fly or, <laughs> or yeah. like that. that electronic right. is still there and it, it still has that continuous like kind of beat and drive to it um mm-hmm. and yeah that's what really did like attract me to you on that front as well it was just sort of um having that sound and 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 then i'm I'm gonna go back i've got your song your albums lined up on uh on my playlists so i'm gonna go back and listen to them all i think after this but i'm waiting for the one to, <laughs> waiting for the one to drop on friday and then i can uh, i want to listen to that in full first and then go back and listen to see where you guys came from um yep so how have you guys like obviously um during this time um did you record this over the lockdowns so we started we started writing the songs just before the lockdown and okay. then uh when we were about to finish some of the recordings of the drums especially um we didn't we didn't have the vocals we didn't have the guitars and bass and also all the electronics and, and keyboards and stuff the lockdown happened and we were supposed to we were one of the first countries to to actually be in lockdown being you know just across the border with italy which was one of which was the first european country to to have to be in the in the red zone let's call it like that so we were just after them because we just live on the border with italy but we are in switzerland yeah so uh everything happened we had scheduled some flights to go to denmark and finally mix the whole thing in march 2020 yes and um flights started to be canceled the studio was canceled so we ended up recording all of the other uh instruments uh on our own by ourselves in our okay. home studios yep. so i recorded guitars here uh the bass player recorded in, in his home studio and also worked on on synths and everything uh me and the singer recorded at our uh band studio which is in in a very small town close to here and that never happened before so it was a very weird you know situation but it worked really well for us like we were so uh productive and eff- efficient and uh we ended up mixing with our engineer Jacobansen in Denmark through Skype wow and we never did that <laughs> and uh we found out that it was actually very worth it because we had more time to spend on each single you know instrument yeah. and each um little part in every song and that ended up being like super good for the record that never usually happens so uh i'm very very happy about it that's that's really cool I've, i mean this is the sort of thing when i've been doing these these podcasts over especially over the last year um like going from when the initial lockdown hit in i mean i i was i'm not gonna say fortunate enough to have but i did have uh an artist from italy on the show as yeah. well and and just sort of getting their perspective because it was really bad there um mm-hmm. and then over the year it's kind of gone up and down especially in this country it's just gone up and down like we're open we're closed we're open we're closed um <laughs> And now they've kind of like they've set a, a roadmap, if you will, to being. I think end of June is going to be when, like, say, nightclubs will be back open again, which is great. If it if it happens, that's great for me because I'm a DJ, so I can go back to work on that front. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it'd be great for bands as well because nightclubs venues generally they fall under the same. 
categories so bands like yourself yeah back up and running but over the time like just watching bands evolve and, and adapt to the situation has been absolutely amazing and then like realizing that certain practices that they had gone through before like what they were comfortable with like going into a studio and writing or or uh getting together with the with the rest of the band and 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 just jamming out stuff they've adapted to this 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 online side of things which i think i i mean i love watching it i've seen bands do like the creative process they've had like bands doing live streams of them having ideas back and forth and you can just be like the fly on the wall and and listen in yeah um and, and just stuff like that and 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 just sort of like you said with your with your sort of like story of the last year of doing that and using skype for the mastering sessions using your own sort of studios to 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 just record these bits i mean obviously not all bands are in that fortunate position of having various equipment or or even the know-how to to actually do any kind of production side of things or record themselves I, i've known a few that have kind of come to me and asked me what what do i need what do i you know but yeah yeah you know it's that it's been a year of learning stuff that um i feel that normally anyone in the band wouldn't have wouldn't have picked up like generally like just sort of having that kind of savviness to sort of adapt when 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 the world closes there's still a way for you guys to communicate and create and put your your art form out there for people as well yeah yeah, I, I gotta admit it's been like super hard in the first oh, yeah. in the first place, like uh, at the beginning of it, and at the same time, this record was shaping to be one of our best records. At the same time that this happened, so I gotta say it's also been the thing that kept us sane yeah. through all the process. So if this wasn't happening right now. It would be a totally different record. Yeah. Uh, lyric wise, concept wise, music wise, and also the feeling there is in it, like the, 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 we were so compact as a band through this very hard moment that, that absolutely shaped the music that's in it. Yeah. And I, I can still feel it when we, when I play the songs of the record, like it, it takes me to this weird place in my head. Where I, where I can relieve all of these moments and really makes me stronger. That's really, that's really good. That's, that's an awesome thing for a record to me. Yeah, no, that is, that is, that is awesome. I, it, it does make you feel more like it gives you that, obviously that what you were saying with the sort of like the power of, of the music that you've created, but also that feeling of, you know, in some respects I was in a band for a, a while as well. And you kind of take a few things for granted you know, I don't yeah. know if you're in the same thing, but you know, like gigging, yeah, gigs always be there. Absolutely. <laughs> or, or being able to go out and, and meet people or go to other shows or, or do, you know, do what you do on that front. But now that this has happened, you know, it's shown that, that you do need other things because if you rely on that one source of, um, you know, that one source of, I don't know, it's the dopamine, isn't it? From it really. It's, <laughs> it's that kind of uh, like, that one outlet if you will um but this is giving you that perspective that there are other aspects that you can have whilst doing this you know i mean there's some people that yeah. are sort of enlightened to that there are others that have no idea I've, I've i have a lot of musician friends still some of them were handling this really well some of them weren't and and you know you can see how and over time they have 
like a lot of them have adapted and realized that there is more to this you know you can get involved in more ways there are with with the technology that's out there today you know a phone is a webcam it is a a way to Mm -hmm. you know record stuff and also scream out live and stuff as well on very whatever platform you know you just need that phone and something to say and uh you (laughs) know yeah um, it's just sort of given a lot that's that's sometimes pretty hard you know i no, i know i know (laughs) and i struggle for my (laughs) words all the time on this um (laughs) um, especially when my kids like go go on tiktok go on tiktok do what do what nah they're like dance no 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 not dancing um (laughs) but you know it's just it's just having that you know i was fortunate to have this outlet during the time i've still got it now i've been doing this for a little while but over lockdown like the first one I was releasing a podcast every day, you know, uh, because these, incredible. these artists were at home and I was like, you know what, let's have a chat. <laughs> and it, and the, the, the thing with it was, was like, it was helping them by talking to them, by having someone to talk to, even if I was stroking the ego with some of them, because I was huge fans. I'm still a fan of music. Okay. <laughs> but when you get like massive artists that like, yeah. were like your dad's favorite kind of like, you know, artist, it really does like you know you turn into a fanboy for a bit but um, (laughs) but you know just talking to them helped them you know and it helped me because i was talking to someone else not that i don't enjoy talking to my family if they're watching this or if they're listening to this (laughs) um (laughs) i love them dearly um but being locked in the same room with five people it's you know it can be difficult yeah absolutely Um, but yeah no it's it's just like having that outlet and, and watching bands evolve watching them kind of like like yourselves and stuff like adapt to the situation use the situation use your own skills you've kind of picked up over the years or or learn something new which has been massive you know um i didn't think i'd learned anything coming out of the first lockdown but it turned out i'd learned a few different processes for things like this and obs streaming and all that kind of stuff um and now nice. I'm doing live stream dj sets and all that kind of stuff on 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 that and it, it just sort of you know i've learned something new something i probably wouldn't have done prior to it but like, it's, you have to evolve you have to never stop learning is what i say <laughs> mm-hmm. you know if there's something you can do um but absolutely man exactly and um fellow i've got a couple of questions left for you if that's all right and i can let you get on with the rest yeah, of the day absolutely. um more about yourself on this front uh but what are your um if if you could pinpoint your three most pivotal albums like not you know it's basically what i'm after is the ones that kind of made you want to play guitar you know, what was that album you first heard and go, I want to do that? What was the first one that, you know, that that just like shaped the way you are today or the person that you are now? Okay, so the 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 record that made me want to play guitar and start a band in general uh, was Hate Breeder from Children of Bodom. Because that's, that's what's, that, that was, a, you know, um, a very... Uh, big turning point in my my life because i was if i'm not mistaken 13 that was the first metal band like full metal band that uh i i fell in love with because they were weird <laughs> they were <laughs> doing all of these melodies and very fast guitars but they were they were screaming and i was coming from you know punk rock and didn't really enjoy that at the first place and yeah. then starting started you know understanding that and and really felt like the power in it Somehow, and also the style, because they were very different from all of the other metal bands that I've heard up to that point. Yeah. Another record that was really 
incredibly <laughs> strong uh, for me was my first rock record and it was in 2000 and my sister um was she she's a little bit older than me five years older than me and she were like she was uh, bringing all of these albums at home and it was 99 2000 2001 it was a very big turning point in music for music in general yeah. like all of these new genres were starting you know to to come out and she told me one day okay let's put all of our money together and we're going to buy some records and i was just going to you know uh i don't know elementary school or middle school i don't yeah. remember but <laughs> we went together and bought hybrid theory from linkin park nice and that's something that never really left me because up to this day when i listen to those songs every single song is a banger and the, the style there is in it and the delivery of the vocals and the lyrics and the production of the music is just stunning so that's something that i still carry with me today and sometimes i can get i can put you know some tributes in my music from that album because it, it, it meant so much for me as a musician and also as a person yeah and um another album that i really loved but it came uh, only, you know, some years ago, 2013, 2014, I don't remember the album, the album when it came out. It was a, a Scottish band called Biffy Clyro. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you, you, you know them. Yep. And their album, Opposite. Yeah. You know that record? I do, with the, yeah. With the tree. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a very important record for me because it helped me accept that if I do... You know, if I make some uh, pretty weird music sometimes, it's fine because yeah. if it sounds great, it sounds great for somebody else also. No, that's, a, that's a fine selection there. I mean, Children of Bodom, they are, yeah, they're, they're crazy heavy. I love, I love that band. They're great. Um, Lincoln Park uh, was a little bit after my kind of, well, no, it was on the tail end of my kind of my scene, if you will um yeah yeah um i was i was heavily into new metal um so obviously lincoln park massive in that um like they they kind of they changed a lot of um a lot of that the metal scene at that point just purely they made it absolutely you know it became more co commercially viable we had you know bands coming out of there like deftones corn system of down all these bands were there and they were kind of doing you know reasonably well over here anyway and um mm -hmm. then Lincoln Park came along and I think it was Papa Roach around the same time. And yeah. uh both of them had this like highly like polished album. Like it wasn't sort of like raw recorded, you know, in a drunken fury <laughs> in some yeah, yeah, studio yeah. somewhere, which is fine. There's a lot of great albums that are that, but this came out and it was just sort of I think it was produced by the Dust Brothers, I think it was, which are like huge in the electronic scene. Um or they provided all the beats and stuff that, that they used. Um, and, and, and it was just so, it was just a total turning point. I mean, at the time, I'm going to be honest with you, I was like, nah, 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 this isn't mine. This is like, you know, this is, uh, this is pretty, yeah. pretty boys. And I was too cool for school. Um, <laughs> I admit that, I admit that a long time ago. Um, because like when becoming a DJ or I was a DJ anyway, but then playing rock clubs and having residency at rock clubs, people yeah. want to hear Lincoln Park. People go crazy when you play Lincoln Park, anything from Hyper of Theory, Meteora, um, anything you know, from those albums and, and onwards as well. And, um, yeah. yeah. And, and also I was, a, a a scratch DJ in a metal band at the time as well. So 
you know, there was this band, obviously we've had Limp Biscuit, we had Deftone, they've all got them as well. Um, and that whole new metal, like crossover, rap crossover, a lot of bands had them. And I was part of that scene as well. Um, and, and, and it was just sort of that point of, of like, this has now become something I can do, you know, <laughs> and being a scratch DJ, yeah. not a lot of people like me, uh, just purely because not a lot of people, you know, what people are like when they're truly metal and any other influence comes in and they just, <laughs> <I think laughs> I'm over that now. The bands I've been, we've been split up for about 10 years, so it's, it's fine. But, um, yeah, no. And, and, and obviously the, the Biffy Clyro, um, yeah, uh, I've seen that band grow from playing small 150, 200 capacity venues locally to, the, I mean, they're headlining download next year if it happens, you know, which is the huge metal festival. So it, it's... it's That's that's incredible. Yeah, watching a band like that kind of rise through through the ranks and become the sort of powerhouse that they are, actually. I mean, that, that album is, is a great album, you know, of theirs. And, and, and it's just sort of... It's it's really nice, like not being I wasn't there ground level, but I was there on, on their way up and seeing them in these venues touring with, you know, being the support band or being the headliner for that night, absolutely fantastic. You know, um, I'm showing my age here, but yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, no, three fine choices there. Absolutely love it. Um, what my last question for you? Um, what are your hobbies away from uh, Dream Shade? So when you're not writing and and recording music um what sort of stuff do you do the the thing i love the most uh outside of work in general is cooking okay like that's that's my jam i mean i i really i really do that all the time every day uh, multiple times a day and it's something that really makes me makes me feel satisfied and um i I also, you know, put a lot of work in it because I always discover, you know, new recipes and styles and different type of cuisines that I really love. And I just like it, man. I don't know how to put it. It's just something that, 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 that makes me satisfied uh, as well as music. Like it's, I, I find like there is a very uh, great connection between the two things. Yeah. And, and um, you can be really artistic in it honestly and yeah. and it's great to make other people feel good yeah nice. so. exactly that just before i came on the interview with this today i literally just cooked my family dinner so awesome <laughs> uh, so they, they were happily eating away as i came in here and uh awesome yeah. no I, I love cooking as well cooking is one of my like if i can i mean look at me i'm I, i'm well fed um, <laughs> <it's>, um <laughs> But no, you're right. It's, it's it gives me the same sort of buzz. So when I'm creating something, um, and 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 obviously I am creating something with cooking, but like that musical process and that side of it, yeah, totally links. And I have music on while I'm cooking. I usually have some kind of um, me too. You know, it's usually some kind of jazz or something like that. Weirdly, yeah, but not weirdly because I like I like it. But it's um, it kind of like occupies a, a scattery part of my brain while I'm doing this side of it. So it kind of, um, it gives me that sort of like, uh, feeling to, to improvise with some things. Like I just, today it was just a pasta, um, a pasta bake that I made, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I put, I put a few extra kind of spices in it, you know, bits I wouldn't normally do. And, and, and it seemed it went down a treat. They're, they're happily eating it. So, you know, it's just kind of like, yeah, I love cooking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, it's great. And also I, 
And I have to say, I, I also listen to jazz and bossa nova when, when I cook, and it's, it just makes me <laughs> feel right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, and uh, it's amazing. Yeah, it makes you feel and like also it's a, it's amazing to serve you know your friends and family with with some really good type of food yeah. and that you spend a lot of time on it <laughs> but it's the best gift that you could do to anybody and that's that's how it was in ancient times and and it still is today and it's something that i think is going to be it's going to stay forever oh totally totally well fella thank you very much i really appreciate your time um good luck with your album um, it is a uh, a pale blue dot, which is out on Friday the fifth of March. So, everyone who's been watching this, go listen to it now. Go find it on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Tidal, Deezer, whatever you're using, <laughs> or even go buy the CD. Absolutely, um, yes. You know, go buy the physical format. Do do what I do. Go buy vinyl. Go buy... Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Good luck with it. I really like. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing the whole thing on Friday. Um, and uh, yeah. Have a good rest of your evening. Thank you very much for having me, man. It's been great. No, definitely, man. Definitely. Um, yeah. Have a good evening. Same to you. Goodbye. <laughs>